everyone. Welcome back to the front porch. Uh, today we're going to talk to Ben Santiago, our graphic designer. Oh, Brian's here too. Yes, hello. <laughs> uh, hi, Brian. Um, yeah, we're going to talk to Ben here in a little bit. And uh, I think we talked about... We're recording this after I was going to say, technically, we already talked to him. We already talked to him, yeah. But you're going to get to hear about him from the first time, unless you've already spoken to him before. Then you would already know all this information, hopefully. But if you haven't... Uh, you're going to learn a couple things about him. First of all, I guess he wanted to be an artificial pastor, which is not something I had heard of before Ben. Yeah, that was first for me, too. So uh, stay tuned for what that actually means. Um, but please think about what you actually think it means beforehand. Yes, and we'll, we'll see if you're right. Uh, otherwise, we have some news coming up. Obviously, the ARA show is going to happen somewhat soon. Yes. Yay. That's yeah. October, right? Yes. I think you've been doing most of the planning. I, I hope that you <laughs> know have, what it is. But I do like to play the whole, like, let me ask you a question so you can give the details. Mm, okay. So that's in October, right? Yes, it is. Yay. What date? Uh, well, the show, uh, the things I want to introduce today, oh, we have okay. a reception on October 17th. <gasps> oh, that's right. That's the Sunday before the show. Yes. But it's, uh, yeah, for any of our customers uh, who want to come out. E even prospects. They, they're even allowed prospects. to stop by that one. Wow. So anyone can stop by. Yeah. Wow. Even If, if you can not... hear the sound of our voice, yeah. you're invited. That's true. It's going to be super pumping fun. That's not a phrase you use. <laughs> and it's going <laughs> to be. It's concerning. <laughs> and it's going to be fun. You know, speaking of weird phrases, I think we should just segue into the fact that Ben also says a lot of things kind of awkwardly. <laughs> so at the end of this podcast, there's going to be a montage of just weird phrases that are glued together. Don't take them as things he uh, said and meant in that way. Right. Uh, we did have also some positive news to announce. Uh, oh, so far it's all been positive. Yeah, I, I was going to say <laughs> none of that's been negative, but I, th I think it's kind of neutral. Okay. Okay. So... Anyway, we made the Inc. 5000 list <gasps> for the fourth year in a row, I think. <gasps> Whoa, that's awesome. So good job. What us. does that mean? What is the Inc. 5000? It's what a list of the fastest growing uh, private businesses in, I believe, just America. Wow. And we made it. Well, congratulations, Pointer Rental overall, and those who planned this and help us grow faster. Yes. Good job. Thank you. Bye. Well, oh. actually, not by. Stay tuned for Ben. <laughs> yeah, let's talk to Ben. Welcome to the front porch with Lauren Mohorn. I'd like to welcome today's guest and Pointer Reynolds graphic designer, Ben Santiago. Yay! Ben, welcome to the front porch. Awesome. Glad to be here. Sweet. So um, <laughs> let's just get started with the basics. Who are you? I know I just said you're Ben, but tell me who you are. Anyways, okay. um, where are you from and what is it you do here? My name is Ben Santiago, which you have mentioned so well. Uh, I am from New Britain, Connecticut, and I'm a graphic designer here in Texas now. So, Sweet. Yeah. For Point of Rental, I assume? For Point of Rental. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I guess that explains why we're talking to you. I work mostly with advertisements, so print ads, um, what else, podcast graphics, email graphics, graphics for the website, graphics for Brian, <laughs> specifically just things he requests for me, like POR Man um, or Renty, which you guys should check out. He's our superhero. Um, what else? No one else will know about Renty. Oh. Not for oh. a while. Okay. Well, 
then when don't the check out right. Renty. The time's not right. Renty's time has not yet come. I also play ping pong, <laughs> <laughs> hang out with the team, mostly through online resources, and yeah. How many Pokemon can you name in the next 27.3 seconds? Uh, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Pikachu, Pichu, Raichu, Abra, Alakazam, Kadabra. Oh, I should know more. Magikarp, Gyarados, Blastoise. I might have said that already. Charizard, Venusaur, Ivasaur. Oh, no. There's one. Not Trashmon is like a Digimon. <laughs> no, wait. Okay, wait. No, I know all the Pokemon. Voltress. Moltres, I mean. Bulbasaur? No, Bulbasaur is not a Pokemon. This is embarrassing. Uh, Metronome's a Pokemon move. Clefairy. Uh, Clefable. All right, you're out of time. Oh, no. I got 20, but I don't know any Pokemon. <laughs> so you could have said anything. And I'd have been like, yep, that sounds like a Pokemon. Oh, man. <laughs> is it embarrassing that you couldn't name them? Or is it embarrassing that you could name that many? It's embarrassing <laughs> that I couldn't name the ones that, like, especially from Generation 1. I think all those were from Gen 1. So. Wow. Okay. Well, feel free to randomly just shout them for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, whenever interview. you think of them. <laughs> Totodile. Sorry, that was a random, <laughs> a random shout out. Is that an, is that an actual name? Yeah, one? it's a Pokemon. Yeah. Totodile. And it evolves into Croconaw, which evolves into Feraligator. Oh, so you don't name the Evolve names. The you Evolutions. Of whatever. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. I started calling them Evolutions when I was like five years old, and I still call them Evolutions. Oh, that's not the... I thought that was like the technical Pokemon name for them. Okay, it's not. No. Cool. I think I read the word evolution wrong. I thought the U was a V. And so I really think that's Evolutions. where it comes from. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Let's get into questions about your career in general. So we'll start from the beginning. What did you want to be growing up? I wanted to be a basketball player. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And then the most prevalent thing, my dad's a pastor, so I wanted to be a pastor. But I wanted to be, quote, unquote, an artificial pastor is what I told the whole church. <laughs> and everyone was like, like you could hear the old Hispanic ladies in the back of the church go, oh, and I was like, because <laughs> I didn't know what I was saying. I thought that artificial pastor meant like a very artistic pastor who uses art to preach. And artificial, okay. Yeah, and so then, wow. like, <laughs> the lady who's translating, like, went down, you know, to talk to me because I was a kid. And she was like, uh, I think you mean something else, Ben. And I was like, yeah, what do you – she was like, what do you really mean? And I was like, like, you know, do a lot of art, artificial pastor. And so she, <laughs> she was like, okay, good. And she translated it finally. But, yeah, that's what I wanted to be. Wow. All right. I definitely thought you were going to say Pokemon trainer or something after oh, all the ones you're able definitely. to name. Yes. That, oh, okay. That's a given. <laughs> so why did you stop wanting to be that? Did you want to be all of those at the same time? Or that was like no. you would go through phases of one? Because that definitely, would be really intense Yeah. No. combo. That's a good question. Definitely through phases, which is kind of how my college career was too. Mm -hmm. I switched my major seven times. So Woo. I switched my desired career path as a child several times as well. Okay. Pokemon trainer is still in <laughs> <That's>, my soul. <laughs> that's, that's made it through the test of time. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Okay. Well, what kind of kid were you? Did you play sports or music or anything? Um, just trying to figure out if we'd have been friends if we went to the same school. Really, okay. That's all that I'm okay. trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know if we would have been friends or not, oh. only because, <laughs> <laughs> only because, I mean, I was pretty nerdy and I was a people pleaser and I would like 
change sports and stuff. So I played a lot of soccer, played a lot of basketball. Uh, I was a goalie and a striker, which makes no sense, but it was super fun. Uh, Not at the same time, right? Because that would be really hard. <laughs> no, no, that'd be super hard. Um, but then mostly basketball for sure. I used to spend hours and hours over the summer just shooting in the backyard. But I still suck. So <laughs> I'm not terrible, but I'm not great either. A lot of that sounds very similar to me. I played basketball for a long time and lots of hours uh, at the basketball hoop, and I still suck at that. But okay. given I haven't really grown much since fourth grade, so I haven't gotten that much better at getting it closer to the hoop. But I guess I can't say that because who's the really short basketball player who's, like, good? Muggsy Bogues? Like, most of them are from a while ago, but, yeah, Muggsy Bogues. I say a Thomas more recently. He's only 5'7". Kemba Walker is pretty short, too. Was there Bradley? Uh, was there Bradley who was short? I, the not. only one I can think of is super tall. Sean Bradley yeah. is 7'6". You mean Bradley the basketball player? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe basketball. not. Bradley, Bradley basketball. <laughs> yeah. Ste- no, not Steph Curry. Back to the subject. <laughs> right, yes, yes, we would have been friends. Okay, as good. Kids. I'm glad we established that. <laughs> so, how did you end up here after growing up in Connecticut? Oh. There aren't too many Connecticut license plates around here, so that's I don't. I actually don't think there's many of you. It's a small state, anyways. Truth. So, what happened there? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's long. I'm not going to go into all that, but um, grew up in Connecticut. Went for my first semester of college at the University of Connecticut, so UConn. And then I decided to Was go... Was their motto, UConn, do it? No, but it oh. should be. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't know what their motto is, which is kind of sad, but... Mm. You're uh, only there for a semester. Exactly. I mean, I went back. It's a whole thing. Okay. okay. But <laughs> I did go to Oklahoma, uh, to Oral Roberts University for my second semester of college. Then I left to UConn. Then I went back to ORU. And that's where I graduated with my master's. And then I met my wife. She wasn't my wife at the time, obviously. But, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I moved to Texas in order to be closer to her. We were nine months long distance. And then, uh, yeah, I moved here. Then I started graphic design and everything. So hmm. I thought out. you'd met her at the university. You so know? she saw me in a play. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In a Shakespeare play. And then she was like, I got to get with that Shakespeare guy. He looks cute. (laughs) It was like it was so dramatic. I honestly like the first scene is me swinging the doors open, surrounded by fog. Shannon's going to be like so annoyed that I'm telling the story. (laughs) She says it way better than me. But yeah, it's like surrounded by fog. I come out in this like 1970s suit and then it's like, man, I should know these lines. It's oh. Man, this I hope that's so not how years. you came out. No. <laughs> that would have been so great. No. Uh, man, it's like what super. Was the play? It's Twelfth Night. I was Duke Orsino. So, like, starts off the play talking about if music be the food of love, play on. Give me excess of it. That's surfeiting the appetite may sicken and so die. It was like super dramatic. Looked out into like the eighth row. She was there. No. <laughs> no. We didn't make eye contact or anything, but that's when she first saw me and then. I ended up, I'm friends with her friend. And so, yeah, that's a whole story. I'm not going to, yeah, that's too embarrassing. But, yeah. 
Okay, so she saw you being very dramatic, cracking your knuckles, opening doors. Yes. In fog. Surrounded by fog. And There's she like was like, that's the one. Waving fabric in the air. Yeah, it was really intense. Wow. Yep. All right, sweet. And then yeah. how long after that were you married? A year and eight months, something wow. like that. All right, sweet. Yeah. Very cool. So, well, welcome to Texas. Thanks. Have you gotten a pair of boots yet and cowboy hat and all that kind of shit? Do these count as boots? No. Okay. Your docks or what are those? I don't know. I got them at Nordstrom. Okay. Lace up Nordstrom rack boots are not cowboy boots. Okay. Well, they're boots, but they're not cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah. I actually did a play this past year for Shannon's school, and I had to wear cowboy boots. I was the big Tex, actually. You were big tech. <laughs> I, I was big tech. Pre or in post guys and dolls, huh? Oh, guys and dolls. Okay, never yeah. mind. In a play, not. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. picturing big techs. Like, howdy, folks oh, from no, the no. state fair. <laughs> okay, no, <mind>. yikes! <laughs> <laughs> the worst play. It's just big <laughs> standing around. Folks. No, I literally oh, I wore like a ten gallon hat and everything. Wore the belt, and wore some cowboy boots, and I walked. You didn't Literally feel like line. a true like Texas man or anything. Like, oh, yeah. absolutely! Oh, I felt, good. Yeah, I think it's something about the belt, like <laughs> it, the way it wraps around you. It's like, man, welcome to Texas. <laughs> you just hugged so good. All right. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> sorry, y'all. <laughs> At least you're saying y'all. That's good. That's good. All These right. are the parts that get edited out. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Or just added to the end. <laughs> Anywho, so I know that you didn't apply to work at Point of Rental as a graphic designer initially. Mm-hmm. What did you picture your Point of Rental career being? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I went through seven interviews, which was pretty intense. Ooh. Yes. But I started off auditioning. That's not the right word, but auditioning Interview? for sales. Yes. Okay. Um, And then I think... It was the fifth interview I was told that there might be a spot in marketing. I actually had meetings with Andy Clark, um, and he was telling me, like, yeah, there might be a spot. Like, what are you seriously passionate about? And I was like, well, I mean, art stuff. I want to be an artificial pastor. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say that. But I was, like, uh, definitely uh, interested more in the creative space and working with the marketing team. And at that moment, like literally a couple of weeks later, something opened up for graphic design. And so it worked out and I met Andrew Lauren and I seemed to be a good fit. I'm still here. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what my like mental thoughts for what I was going to be here were at that time. Probably I'm not going to lie. I'll be real. Like I thought that I was going to be stuck in sales for a while, making phone calls. No offense, sales guys. That's awesome for y'all. But please cut this. <laughs> but for for me, <laughs> for me, I just felt like it was going to be, well, I'm married now. I got to work. So let's figure yeah. it out. I have a question for like the interview process. So you said in the fifth interview, fifth interview, that's when they approach you about like switching over. How are you feeling after four interviews? And they're all like, <laughs> yeah. so what are you actually interested in? Yeah. <laughs> I think at that point I was kind of like, man, I really hope I get this job after four interviews. Uh, and once they said, like, what am I interested in? I was like, um, well, at this point, I might as well just be real because that's what I'm good at is just being flat out honest. So I told them and then something opened up. So, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't like apprehensive, but I was like, it's been four interviews. If I don't get this job, well, 
you know, it is what it is. Start looking for something else. So what have you been able to pull from your previous jobs that have really helped you in your point of rental career? Um, I don't man. know if we actually discussed that. What what have your previous jobs been? And you don't have to list them all. Okay, I won't. I won't list them all. But I worked at a temp agency for a while, too, every time I went home. So I've done a lot of different jobs. I've worked in a freezer. I've worked in <laughs> a golf course. I've worked in... So, like, I put on my resume, I've worked in under... 50 degrees and I've also worked over 100 degrees (laughs) uh what else but I mean definitely like things that I've pulled from would be acting for sure um just because like going on auditions you have to really put yourself out there if you let like the audition stay in your head and you like you give it your all you know you prepped what you prepped and you just present what you have pretty much and then after that you kind of just have to release it if you don't get a call back that's you know, fine, you live your life on. Kind of the same thing with design, I think. It's like you put all you can, you try to make it meet the standards of, you know, what you can give and what you have prepared. And then after that, it's kind of like you leave it up to the client who is Point of Rental, my favorite client. So, yeah. Ministry for sure. Just being patient with people, learning how to be like a, not a people person, that's not the right word, but like knowing that every everybody's going through something and just being present and available, especially when people are going through something hard, um, you never know. And for that reason, like I kind of approach everything in life that way. So I don't know if that helps in graphic design, <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely helps in like just being a person, you know, just having an air of kindness, I think. Uh, what is your favorite part of working here? Definitely the team, definitely the environment. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that this is kind of the perfect place for me to grow and to just, like, everybody that I work with is family to me. And so it's just been, yeah, I think, honestly, the environment, the people, and just being able to grow here. So what is your five-year plan? Uh, I still want to be an artificial pastor in my sixth-grade mental self (laughs) just like I definitely I don't want to be a pastor per se but I want to use art for ministry in a creative way that helps empower people especially those who don't have the opportunity to so like second chance ministry kind of thing in the next five years being able to incorporate you know even acting doing graphic design photography film and then maybe even animation and like some web design in the future but using all those things to kind of help give people those skill sets who don't have the opportunity to do so. Also, toe to dial. You already said toe to dial. Yeah, Crap. Croc and all. I said that one too. That's his development stage. Good. You remembered. I listened to what you're saying. Ho-oh. <laughs> ho-oh is a Pokemon. <laughs> nah, I'm not just screaming. I'm not just screaming ho out. <laughs> well, that's what's going to be happening at the end. <laughs> You said a randomly screamed Pokemon. So Ho-Oh is a Pokemon. He's a golden bird. And he shows up in like episode one, actually. Thank okay. you.
Uh, let's move on to Ben's interesting character questions. Oh, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So too we're much, making... <laughs> too what? much interesting characters coming up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So the scenario is we're making a movie about your life. Okay. Who is playing you? Ooh, easy. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> but like 20 years ago, if possible. Or, oh, yes. What is his name? Pedro Pascal. He's I don't know him. Too. What is he from? The Mandalorian. Uh, also Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Also uh, Narcos. Him. Yes. Narcos? Narcos. Uh, narcos. Narcos. Yeah. Like narcotics? I have to say. It. I have to say. It. I thought he it's said like... not a ghost. I was like, <laughs> I assumed he wasn't a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like the way Texans say queso here drives me up the wall. Queso? It's, it's queso. But yes. Queso. It, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, sound, it sounds like you're saying que eso, which is like, what is Wait, that? Wait, say it again. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it right. Queso. Queso. There you go. That was See? Good. That was good. I'm Tex-Mex. Queso. Yeah, Tex-Mex. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but Pedro Pascal, for sure. Okay. Or Antonio Banderas 20 years ago. Okay, like Zorro version? Yes, okay. Zorro version. Gotcha. Not the Puss in Boots version. No, okay. absolutely not. Gotcha. Even though that's a fun movie. I actually haven't seen it. So you wouldn't consider the ladybug from A Bug's Life to oh. play you? <sighs> Even though the resemblance is uncanny... <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) You think you look like a ladybug? I think the ladybug looks like me. Oh, okay. Yes. Like everything, everything about that ladybug. Like his hair, even though he has no hair. He's got (laughs) big brown eyes. And then he's got like that little birthmark in the same exact spot I do, which is weird and creepy. You yourself have done acting in the past. Do you want it play yourself in a movie? Nah. No. 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 Okay. I'm good at acting mad. I'm not like when it comes to the like really dramatic stuff. Like, I think I've cried twice on film, but it, like it takes a lot of work, and it's been years since I've done that stuff. Are you saying that the actor playing you would be required to cry a lot? Yes. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can't do it yourself playing yourself, exactly. so you don't actually cry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, so other than mad acting, is there a particular type of acting that you're known for? Known for? Probably not. I mean, the so only like people... like film or stage or just oh, walk oh. around in real life? I mean, I'm n- not known for acting. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, in the circles that I've worked in, definitely film in Oklahoma because that's mostly what I did. I probably did like 14 mostly student films and then a couple that were submitted to short film festivals here i've done more theater mostly because my wife's a theater teacher and when COVID happened they needed an extra person to play characters so i ended up playing like eight characters in a wonderful life and then guys and dolls i was two characters okay so it didn't matter this is your high school plays yeah yeah first high school musical and first high school play as a 27 year old adult wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's super weird but it was fun it was actually really fun do you have any techniques that you can share with non-actors and actresses on how to be better yeah i wanted to know if you were a method actor if if you are or if you aren't what are some techniques method acting is like you do exactly what your character would do in real life. It's almost like you are embodying everything that that person would do. You're on almo- and off the stage, yeah, your screen. Exactly. Okay. It's like a mm. scary version of, like the like the Civil guy, War reenactors. Yeah, who just don't stop. I've never 
gone that crazy. Oh, so what kind of method acting did you do? I didn't do as much method acting per se, but I definitely did a lot of like Meisner, which is super fun. Meisner's like being completely present and almost just reactionary to everything you're doing with your partner. So like preliminary exercises are they say word, you say word. First thing that comes and you just keep going back and back and forth. Banana. Another one. Huh? Banana? joke. Well, yeah. Okay, wait. Let's Tickles. do this one. Let's do this one. This one's more fun. Uh, <laughs> wow, rude. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. But like there's another one where like you say like a statement about them and then you say what you perceive they felt from that question. That's what it is. So you ask a question and then you look at them and immediately you look like they ask the question back to you and you say, I perceive blah, blah. So let's do an example, right? Are you hungry? Are you hungry? I perceive that you are annoyed, like that kind of thing. And so you keep on doing these exercises. And so what you're learning is what other people's perception of you is different from what you might be giving off. And so it's just reactionary and you learn little things about yourself and it becomes like really, really fun. Did that make any sense? Are you crying? Are you crying? I perceive that you just asked me the question I just asked you. I and perceive now that I'm you're annoyed. defensive. You sound like yeah. you're, you're... <laughs> no, you're crying. Are you crying? But yeah, okay. it's, it's fun. It's huh. a good exercise. According to your boss, Andrew, you're also quite a carpenter. Uh, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment in this art? Does he just mean assembling that shelf desk? <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I haven't accomplished much besides getting super stressed out by Ikea and having to do that on multiple occasions. But I did just actually assemble something hmm. uh, two days ago. From for, Ikea? No, it was from Amazon. I don't know if it was <laughs> Ikea or not, but it's okay. like a little desk and chair for like a photo shoot for back to school photos. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, I will say, I don't know if it was yours specifically that you built, but um, that little rolling desk that you made i have i might have two of those in my house right now that i took from the old office so i have your craftsmanship in my home on display uh mine would be the one i think where the handles can pull right out (laughs) okay then i did not take this (laughs) it's not a great feature that people are asking for i think i fixed it after like two weeks but yeah i was like is this supposed to happen you also take photos of houses for fun and for profit as well. I'm assuming this is a real estate thing, uh, but I want to know more. So do people ever ask for pictures of their house for any reason other than to sell it? No, not in my experience. Um, I did do, all right, yeah, I did a couple of photos just for my portfolio of like my mother-in-law's renovation for the lake house. It got destroyed by the snowpocalypse, uh, all the pipes burst. And so, yeah, it's getting a full makeover pretty much. So I've been taking pictures of that oh. stuff. Like that's the only thing that's not like intent to sell project. Okay. So, um, are you taking pictures of people's houses without them asking you to? I've done that once. Oh, <laughs> how'd that go? <laughs> I did it from like the street over. I was like, oh, let me add that house to my portfolio. <laughs> I just did the front of the Zoom house. Zoom lens. Yeah. For, I don't know if Zoom lens works for a 3D picture yeah um, no i didn't do a 3d interior for obviously that house that uh, would have been okay, like okay. hey excuse me 
Have you considered building demand by creating new things to celebrate? Like perhaps you can make it a tradition that when people get their home paid off, they should take a photo of it. Or, hey, you now have a nursery with a child in it. You should take a whole picture of your house now. That sounds like a great idea. I don't know how to get that data from people. Like, oh, you just paid your, for your house. I know this. <laughs> so you should get pictures. Well, you just advertise it. You'd like make yeah, it a trend, yeah. throw That's it true. on social media or something. Say like, hey, did you just pay off your house? That's smart you marketing. You should hire me. I mean, yeah. we are in marketing. <laughs> smart. We are smart. Yeah. Marketing. Yes. Good it's job, Very marketing. <laughs> no, I haven't thought that deeply yet about it. Hmm. How long have you been doing it for? It's kind of for, new. When you yeah, for the real estate aspect, it's probably been like a few months, like mm. five. And then, yeah, I mostly do portraiture other than that. Headshots, Babies. families, senior photos, uh, weddings, engagements, all that good jazz. Have you ever marketed for senior citizens to get their photos taken? No, but I have done an 80-year-old birthday party before. Oh, that was cute. super fun. Yeah. <laughs> what they do? Bowling? No, they were just, um, like, in this little location in Oklahoma, like a farmhouse kind of thing, and mm-hmm. took family photos there. And Yeah, I got some cute photos and blowing out the candles and stuff. We know that you like to pronounce movie titles by their full name, um, <laughs> so I want to test to see where your limit is uh, and or make you laugh. You okay. up for that? Yeah, I'm down. Right. So the first one is St. Elmo's Fire or St. Elmo's Fire. I don't know, but I'm going to go with St. Elmo's Fire. Second one is Monsters, Inc. or Monsters, Incorporated. Obviously, Monsters, Incorporated. The O.C. or The Orange County. Never seen it. I do know it's called The O.C., though. G.I. Joe or General Infantry Joe. I like General Infantry Joe. (laughs) Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agents of Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Wow. Let's go with S.H.I.E.L.D. That one's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) E.T. the Extraterrestrial or Extraterrestrial the Extraterrestrial? (laughs) I mean, Extraterrestrial the Extraterrestrial (laughs) makes more sense for sure. So I can't even say it. So I'm going to go with that one. Articuno. What is that one? That is a freezing bird Pokemon. It's blue with a long majestic tail and it shoots ice beams out of its mouth. I know because it can. It's like one of the few Pokemon that can actually freeze Mewtwo in Pokemon Stadium. So if you have an N64 and you want a throwback and you really want to beat Mewtwo, get Articuno. Thank you. No problem. Let's get on to the five important questions. (laughs) Five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. What would you say is your greatest success in life? I mean, this is kind of cliche, but definitely, you know, having a family now. Like, my son is the greatest success in my life. It's super cheesy, but it's true. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to see him grow. I think that's awesome. Yeah. What is your greatest fear? I think my greatest fear is probably, like, not accomplishing anything with my life and... Yeah, it's just being a non-purpose driven life. Like it's just completely useless. <laughs> That's horrible. But luckily your greatest accomplishment so far is building a family. So that's doing something with your life. True. So that can't be true anymore. Yes. So take that greatest fear 
If you could tell first day at Pointer and Bin one piece of advice that will lead to becoming a successful pointer uh, earlier than when you did, uh, what would you say? Definitely, I would tell first day Pointer and Bin to be patient with themselves. Don't think that you have to know everything at once because you're not going to know everything at once. And have fun because you're surrounded by good people who are an amazing team and they care about you being successful just as much as you do. So take that to heart and go easier on yourself, bro. That's it. So you call yourself bro. Okay. <laughs> good to know. My previous self is my brother. Mm. No, nah, that makes no sense, guys. Yep. What is your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? The first thing that comes to my head is when I was like, scooching down the hallway I, was it a chair it was like some type of rolling object when we were moving stuff around the new office and i said like sliding into marketing like and then i fell off that's probably the most embarrassing moment i don't remember that i thought it was going to be like on your first or second day when you oh, ate someone else's yeah. lunch <laughs> oh, no that was so bad I, I tend to blot that one out of my memory because that was so bad yeah that was like my Second day working, yeah. Uh, like you said, so yeah. after you built the cabinet. Yeah, after <laughs> I proceeded to go to the freezer and heat up somebody else's lunch and eat it. And it tasted so good. And I thought it was what my wife gave me in my you know lunch bag or whatever. But I was like, man, why is my bag not here? Just this plastic bag. So then I ate that food and found out that it was the lady who sat right behind me, her lunch. So of the two, which one is your most embarrassing moment? Definitely eating Lisa's lunch. Okay. So, uh, sorry to tell you, but you've been sentenced to death. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> surprise. Um, because eating someone else's lunch at Point of Rental on the second day of working here is... There's, there's somebody I'm thinking of. They called them Shrek and Donkey totally for a while. What is your last meal? <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> And why? Whatever Lisa's having. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be really good. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? To be a better designer. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't put that in there. Oh, no, that's an easy thing. Better. That's like an actual thing you can like work towards. You just keep practicing and you become a better designer. That's true. What is your spirit spice? You opened up your spice rack and you were like, pulled one out and you were like, this one. This one is Ben. This okay. one is Ben Santiago. Adobo. Adobo? Adobo. It is like a uh, Puerto Rican spice that you put like on chicken and different stuff. You can put on chicken, meat, fish. Yeah, it's really good. And why is that one? Oh my goodness, that's long. Why I just grew up with it. Um, mm -hmm. Grew up with it pretty much my entire childhood. And it's impressive for a man of that now size. Now that I'm in Texas, if I eat it, I know I'm eating it, and it reminds me of home, so it's probably why I identify with it now. Okay. Is there anything that you would like to share on the podcast that we have not discussed yet? That's going to be so fun for Thomas to hear. Snorlax. Texas. Well, thank you, Ben, <laughs> you for chatting today. So uh, it's been a delight. Yeah, I agree. So send Ben some love this week. Send him an email, maybe a GIF of your favorite Pokemon or a picture of Lisa's lunch that you've ever seen. Um, and just be epic and let him know that you care. I'm Th sorry, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening today. We'll keep the porch light burning for you. Wow, that was super dumb. How big are baby dolphins?
I've worked in a freezer. We would just chop things up. We all use these giant knives. And they shave the cats? My dog needs a free shaving. But I ended up getting a reaction in my wrist from the latex. I think that this is kind of the perfect place. Just finished snorting coke in the bathroom. Get that good belt on. I'm not just screaming ho out. Moving on. Did you say building a man? We're chopping pineapples. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, I think my high school had like adults. Yeah, but that was for Nate Robinson. I assumed he wasn't a ghost. He would work way too fast with that knife. Did their produce sales go up? I think all the people are machines now. They got a tickle doll. <laughs> I don't play around with alligators. Alligator tickling, please cut that out. You're kind of wasting our entire day. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> That's a fun movie. I actually haven't seen it. Did that make any sense?